Hello and welcome back to the Two Big Gamers podcast for episode 29. I'm your host, Mr. Laz Tanti, and joining me, as always, is my good mate, Mr. David Rizzuto. David, Happy New Year, man, for 2023. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you too, Laz. Yeah, well, and uh, just uh, since we started, what, back in August 2021, we're now pushing close to... Uh, close to our uh, 30th episode, but this is episode 29 right now. 29, yeah. that's right, yeah. So yeah, we're, cool. we're, we're, we're hitting it, but I reckon once we, we reach 50, ep- episode 50 will be like, yeah, we've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we've, done, we've done a few episodes. <laughs> we've done a fair bit, yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah. done nah, well. It's a, yeah, it's a small milestone, so small milestone still, but uh, we're, we're plodding along and... I'm thinking of new content for you guys. So, uh, yeah, man, we, we, we're not going anywhere anywhere soon. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. man. So, uh, How have you been? Uh, I've been good, man. Um, we caught up not long ago, but, yeah, we've, I've been good. Been good, as Same. always. Yeah. Um, Same. We've, uh, we've uh, copped a few days of uh, some uh, hot weather, some really extreme hot weather, like yesterday. It was pretty pretty hot wasn't it it was but now it's oh, yeah, yeah. just 22 degrees nice fresh today. weather nice cool today. weather yeah very nice today very yeah. nice yeah, yeah. actually Melbourne's actually weather is the devil. i actually uh caught up with my folks last night and we went to this uh turkish restaurant in uh Essendon. right <laughs> and the installation in there was bad it was just so hot in there <laughs> we, we we couldn't go in there it was like because they, they left their door open and all, all the hot air oh, just no. went in there and it must have had b- poor ventilation. And I think they had like, yeah, um, like poorly ventilated uh, air cons. So it was just very bad, man. Well, this is one of the reasons why I don't like eating out or going anywhere mm. on uh, days like that, yeah. temperature like that, because yeah. there are a lot of places, even uh, it just a... Uh, Typical fast food restaurants anywhere, retail, well, not so much retail outlets because they have to make sure it's all ventilated rather well. But you go to any restaurant, whether it be uh, whatever, authentic cuisine or fast food or whatever, there's always that risk that yeah. it's just going to be poorly ventilated and you're going to be right, sweltering. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday I just stayed at home and picked down ice cream, nice. keep myself cool. Beautiful. Yeah, that's good. Beautiful. Anyway, what else has been happening? Oh, nothing much, man. It's been it's been uh, relaxing. Now I'm back at work, but I had a, had a two week break. Just relaxed, Damn. caught up with the people, took it easy, enjoyed myself, and that was it, man. And uh, now I'm on a uh, after all that. Now I'm on a diet. <laughs> I've pushed myself to go on a diet because I've yeah I've uh, I haven't been able to really look after myself. Tens of like eating and. Mainly the snacking and drinking, so I've pretty much cut that out, and I'm on a I'm on a diet now, and I want to push through this diet and just stick to it. Um, I've given up a few times, but I'm really gonna stick to it and uh, make it a goal yep. for 2023. My New Year's resolution: try and lose some weight and uh, probably live, um, you know, live, uh, you know. Healthy lifestyle, not not extreme healthy lifestyle, but you know, a healthy lifestyle. You know, just cut out the main crap, all the carbs and the sugar, and 
you know, and just, yeah, let's do that and see how we go. I'll see how I go. So, yeah. In the, in the no, it's good, months. man. Well so, done. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah best of luck for all that. Yeah, it had to be done. It has to be done. So, yeah. And I can definitely yeah. relate. I started going back to the gym yeah. uh, for a month now and uh, just uh, need to get back in shape because I hadn't been training for about 14 or 15, 16 months. Yeah. Because of that, because uh, when we had our last the lockdowns lockdown, in that in twenty twenty one, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, which was around the same time we started this podcast. That's when uh, um, I just uh, let myself go because there was issues about people not being allowed to get yeah. back to do whatever they wanted due to uh, vaccine issues. But that's all behind us now. Yeah. We're progressively co- going back to normal, and yeah, glad to be working back. And I felt like yeah, feel better. No. 100% tone, but I feel definitely smaller compared to, yeah, compared to last couple of months, which is a good sign, yeah. Mm. Other than that, I've actually been uh, playing a, a fair bit of uh, games, of course. I'm currently playing Spider-Man Remastered on PC. Nice. And it's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's just uh, a lot of uh, people have been uh, praising this game, and it definitely deserves its praise. Um, one of the differences I've noticed about this game compared to previous Spider-Man games is that the air swinging is a lot more natural mm. uh, compared to uh, previous games where it repeated a certain just uh, movement, but you can tell that it's rather recycled, but doesn't didn't feel realistic. This game, the air swinging Spider-Man uh, flying around with his uh, web with his web everywhere doesn't feel as realistic as it gets, it's just a good motion capture movement. Mm. Feels more acrobatic, more okay. like I said, natural. So yeah, the graphics uh, top notch. And there was a lot of um, I just remember that there was a lot of uh, complaining and moaning by some uh, PlayStation fanboys because uh, everyone thought that this game was always going to be a PlayStation exclusive. And yeah. Insomniac Games did make a promise once that this will never go on any other platforms not even pc yeah and uh so uh, sony and playstation surprised everyone by announcing not only uh spider-man game coming up but also to follow up miles morales which i also got i haven't played yet so uh yeah a lot of playstation not all of them but a lot of uh uh those who invested in these petty console wars are really upset about that (laughs) (laughs) oh well you know what, what's wrong? With, oh, well. what's, wrong what, what's wrong with the PC, man? The PC is awesome. You know, like, <laughs> like who, who gives a shit, man? Honestly, like, I don't know. It's people, people, the, the, the fanboys just go, they go nuts, man. Especially the ones that like love their like consoles and stuff. Oh, was it on PC four? It's only best people for the PlayStation five or four. I'm like, who gives a shit, man? Yeah, fucking, let's move on. <laughs> Seriously, well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. When I was a kid. I got a little bit into that console wars, wars nonsense because uh, I didn't realize when I got my Mega Drive back in 95, I didn't understand that I bought it at the time while it's going through the end of its life cycle. Lifespan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't understand, wait a minute, why are there any more new games coming out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and I was sort of pissed off about that. I think Super Nintendo, I remember, probably lasted just a little bit longer before the N64 came out. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I always remember being none too happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that back then you were a kid. I was just finally got over it when I was what eleven or twelve years old, as you should. But we're talking about some of the people who I won't name names on YouTube. Uh, they have YouTube channels. They just uh, go on petty little uh, rants about uh, PlayStation being undermined because of uh, yeah because of Sony what yeah. going into the PC market. I'm yeah. thinking, look, you're in your twenties, thirties now. You should get over this. Seriously, who cares? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's a reason why Sony's doing this because they realize that. Well, they mentioned about uh, a year ago, shortly after they announced uh, the announcement of Spider-Man on PC, they said that they even admitted themselves that um, more there are more PC games and more people buy, playing games on a PC platform than there are on consoles. Mm-hmm. So they realized, okay, there's a chance that we could actually take a piece of the pie in the PC market. Why do we have to continue to... Uh, stay exclusive to the, the console for we we've that's got right. opportunities yeah. where we can actually make more money by selling our games on the PC. And that's yeah. what's happening now. You've got uh, Uncharted Collection, which is also what I got in the new year, and it's also um the the remake of The Last of Us that's coming out in March. Uh, that's, yeah, that's uh, right. definitely an exciting time. I think it's a exciting time for a PC. I mean, PC players, I think, has always been rather sport for choice let's be honest um just uh just the amount of uh yeah with the games that you've got always on hand it's just been uh maximized further with more pc games coming in on the horizon mm. oh yeah that's right man let's see well well you know like there's nothing wrong with the pc i, I don't know why people are just ranting about it like those those ps5 fanboys or whatever you know xbox the, fanboys whatever xbox, yeah. yeah the console fanboys you know it's more of a divide, isn't it? It's just divide. It's like it's it's this video games, man. Get over it. Just fucking shut up. Agreed. Fucking agreed. Anyway. There are far more worrying things. To, That's right. There are yeah, much exactly, more important yeah. things to worry about than arguing about consoles. They've, Come on. They've got small dicks, you know. They just saying, oh, "Fucking <laughs> shut up." So yeah, it's all good. Yeah. All right. Okay, so um, that's awesome, man. So uh, how's how's work been anyway? Busy. Since you've got back? Uh, I mean, we just started the first week back, but yeah. uh, we'll get busier, busier yeah. um, ah, eventually. Yeah. So he's, I mean, so uh, he's catching up now on all, all the other work. Um, yeah. Work later to catch up on. And yeah, that's all right. Awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely be busy coming yeah. Easter because uh, my industry, you know, Easter is uh, and Christmas are the most pressing times mm. uh, of the year. Yeah. yeah so it will come eventually. I mean, uh, First week, uh, starting first week has always been slow, but that's all right. Yeah. No, uh, next week, I think well, I'll have a much busier week. But yeah. And yours? Yeah. Um, started back, yeah, same time as you. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's up and down, actually, last week. We had some days we were quiet, mm. some days we were just a bit busy. But yeah, um, basically just blending into the work again, you know, just get back into work in the in the in the workforce and getting used to all the heavy lifting again and all that stuff and but nah it's been all right man it's been too hectic so yeah it's been good so far well just as well just as well because um i think it would have been too much of a of a shock and a drag if it, after two weeks off you finally get back into thick of things so soon yeah, i know that sucked yeah that would have sucked yeah yeah um i'm not, I'm not looking to 
I'm not looking forward to this Tuesday though. It's going to be 37. Oh yeah, that's right. With thunderstorms, yeah, that with sucks. Thunderstorms, yeah. Anyway, it's all good. Man, that's the problem with living in this city. It's just yeah, uh, we get one extreme over the other in such a short period of time. More yeah. so in the last several years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not great. Anyway. Anyway, dude. Um. Yeah, man. So that's good, man. But on on today's topic, we're going to be talking about the Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis and uh, pretty much this um, the accessories it came with and uh, peripherals and some of the launch titles that came out for it as well and some of the specs as well for the system. But yeah, man, what, what do you what do you think about the Mega Drive? Uh, as well as that. Uh, well, uh, I grew dad, up on it, like yeah. I said. Um, That's it, man. You yeah. grew up with it, yeah. We could actually talk That's about right. that too. It's some, well, I'll, I'll talk about what I was first introduced to it as well. Um, but yeah, you pretty much pretty much said it all, all through the episodes anyway about the Mega Drive, how you, you've, you've, uh, you've <laughs> yeah, man, that. Yeah. Now I just remember that uh, unlike most people, I only had just one joystick, however. The six button one? Oh, the one con- control pad. This is the one. Yeah, one control pad. Yeah, I only one, had it with yeah. just the six button one. Yeah, six button one. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is uh, good if you want to play some fighting games. Um, yeah. yeah. No, no, of course I didn't have a brother, or I didn't have just uh, a, uh, some just uh, didn't have uh, a sibling in the family who was interested. That yeah, I thought cool, got it all to myself. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, before we start the episode, uh. We've got a few announcements. Um, so, David, I believe you've got an announcement as well. Yes. And uh, yeah, if you want, if you want yep. to, yeah, if you can go first if you want and talk about your announcement, and I can talk about mine. And yep. All right. So, I just want to talk about briefly about PC game, well, PlayStation oh. games going on the PC. That's right. Yeah. It was just uh, being uh, revealed by the producer of the upcoming Final Fantasy 16, yep. uh, Naoki Yoshida has uh, dismissed the rumors of uh, a PC version coming uh, anytime soon. And he's uh, recommended fans of the series to go buy a PS5 instead if they haven't already and if they want to play the game. Right. Um, So at this point in time, Final Fantasy 16 is a PlayStation exclusive. Um, And uh, it it looks like that... um, That... uh, it's not uh, going to be ported onto the PC just of yet. Yep. In fact, um, it's actually translated in Japanese. Nobody said a word about a PC version releasing. Why is it like a PC version is releasing six months later? Don't worry about that. Go buy a PS5. So it sounds like that they're not, PlayStation really are dedicated to just to give a certain time window where um, a game can enjoy a PS5. Yeah, exclusivity mm. I wouldn't be surprised that at some point in the new future where it gets ported into uh, a PC soon because yeah. uh, you gotta remember Spider-Man came out in 2018 mm. and it didn't uh, really come out on PC until four years later so a fair bit of time for that to happen but Final Fantasy games have been made on PC anyway I mean there was a Final Fantasy 7 remake mm. it took three years to launch onto the PC platform um, but I think Sony are aware that yeah, it, it, 
there's definitely a fan base for Final Fantasy on the P PC, but it's reading this, what the reactions, I think that they've got uh, a time window where they don't want to rush it out on PC just yet. Mm. They want to give it some time uh, for uh, the PS5 owners to go buy on their platform and probably want to squeeze, squeeze more units out of uh, those who probably want the console experience. Because mm. I think uh, you got Ghost of Tsushima recently, and that was made... That's right, yeah. Couple of years ago, right? Yeah. And uh, there was rumors that that game might get a PC port mm. soon. Um, but again, it, there's a, just a, there's a been out for a couple of years. I think that they probably just want to wait a little bit before they come out on PC. Yeah. Uh, the only difference is that the, like I mentioned before, The Last of Us Part One remake is coming out on PC as well. But then again, uh, Last of Us was already made ages ago on PlayStation 4. Mm. And I thought, well, we might as well take the opportunity to just put it out simultaneously. It's, mm. It is a remake. It's not a brand new game, so what's the harm in that? Yeah, uh, in selling out more units and more copies of the game yeah, on right. multiple platforms. But not for brand new games. That's my reading of it. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah. Um, no, I think no, I think there should be a PC port for this, you know, like, you know, I think, you know, PC is their powerhouse, you know, and, and I've always been a powerhouse and, you know, it, it wouldn't be, un it wouldn't be fair for like people who really want to play it, you know, and don't want to get a PS5 and just want to play this game, you know, so they should, they should port it over, you know, and, as, and, like, you said, and like you said before, there was other Final Fantasy games ported over to the PC, so I don't see why they can't do this one either final fantasy 16 yeah. so you, you can get yeah i mean if you look up on steam there are tons of yeah, final fantasy, fantasy games, games yeah. um yeah remastered all of them a bit yeah i mean uh final fantasy i think the devs has been a bit cocky and saying nah let's buy a ps5 like nah come on man you can't, well, you can't, you can't say that well put it this way put it this way you're not going to get that many people who are willing to fork out hundreds of dollars to buy a console just to yeah. play one game. Yeah, that's right. They'd rather exactly. wait. They'd rather wait for several years yeah. to play that game. Yeah. Uh, uh, if it comes out on PC. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that, yeah, I think eventually that they're just, what well, they're trying to do, it, it will come out on PC at some point, at but some probably point, not yeah. as yet. As yet. Yeah. For some games, I mean, for some games it could be, I don't know, maybe a until, exclusivity I'm, 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 deal until, that might until, expire. Until, until like, until um, the producer ever gets pressured to do it, he'll probably do it anyway. You know, this will get more sales. Well, my guess door. is, well, my guess is maybe that there could be some sort of it's, it's exclusivity more, it's more, deal. It's more, with it's more money. It's more money for the company because it's their yeah. game, it's their IP, and if it gets put it over mm. to the PC, more PC players will download it, play it, and that's more money for the company. So I don't get why they would even do it in the first place. It's stupid, you know, yeah. in my opinion. My yeah, like I was trying to say before, my only yeah. guess is maybe it could be some sort of exclusivity deal that exclusivity PlayStation might have, deal. where they probably think they just want more they did, they people did, to buy the, the consoles uh, before they bought it. Who knows, man? But who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Anyway. Yeah, could be yeah. certain deals, but yeah. Yeah, I think uh, for now, yeah, it's look, it definitely will only be available on the PS5, but mm. it'll come out eventually. Um, yeah. I think Robert. But I think games like Robocop as well. I mean, it's not a, an IP for belonging to um, 
PlayStation, but yeah, it's going on on multiple platforms. But then again, like I said, no, I thought about yeah, but that's not PlayStation exclusive. Mm. Um, But there are some, like I said, there is a Last of Us remake. Yes, it's based on a, uh, it's a remake of a original game that came out. What is it? 2014 or a decade ago, yeah. but it's still getting a, a PC uh, port. It's coming out in a couple of months. So yeah, some games, I think we'll have to get used to it. Some games probably yeah, is going to uh, have some sort of exclusivity period of time on the console, but then well, you have to wait a couple of years before it comes out on PC. On PC. Mm-hmm. Watch no, this space. That's it, man. No. Fair enough. All right. So that's that announcement. And uh, the next announcement is that Wada has sold a PC Engine repo CD game um, for, the system, uh, for the system. Now, I'm just looking at it. Um, so they've, they've, they've graded it 9.2. They've given it a 9.2. Looks like I see the jewel case in there. Um, and what so, game is this? Castlevania. It's Castlevania, yeah. Ronda of Castlevania, Blood, right. Castlevania X for the PC oh. Engine. Now, this is a CD-based game, so there was an attachment for the PC Engine, a CD attachment, and uh, it seems that this is a repo, a repo of the game, which is a CD-based uh, reproduction. So, looks like they've, they faked the whole thing, whoever did it, and it got brought to water, and they auctioned it. For, for how much? Nearly four thousand dollars. For yeah, four thousand dollars. Oh, nearly. Well, it's three thousand nine hundred and eighty-nine dollars. Yeah, and ninety-nine cents. Yeah, three thousand nine hundred eighty-nine dollars yeah. and ninety-nine cents. Yeah. That's a specific price. So, yeah, yeah. That's right. So when you say reported, it sounds like to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that they basically sold a burnt copy, a counterfeit copy of the game. Yeah. So they sold a counterfeit <laughs> copy. Yeah. Um. There's a, there's a guy on Twitter here saying, this is a great catch. What a great a reproduction. The original game doesn't have that dimple in the plastic case. Zoom it, zoom into it and see it. Should remove this listing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a PR disaster. Well, there was a, yeah. uh, an update where um, Water claimed that they had, it was a mistake. Um, mm. And they said they learned about it shortly after grading it. And took steps to ensure no, they would be able to no, identify. It wasn't a mistake, man. They, they, yeah. they, they, they tried to scam people. Yeah, they tried to scam people, man. Yeah, yeah. They tried to scam people. They're trying to. Yeah, they published a PR blanket statement yeah. to cover them, to cover their asses. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, that's and someone right. just mentioned. Uh, someone just uh, re, re, uh, responded to yeah. their statement saying, "Imagine grading PCE games and not knowing reproductions exist." <laughs> exactly. Fucking yeah. It, it, that 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 tried to scam people, but it, you know, it it came out of the, it came into the microscope, and people looked at it and like, no, nah, this is a repo, man. This is not. It's not the real game, and mm. they don't, they're under fire for it now, which serves them right. They knew what they well, were. We doing. have. I uh, remember. Come think of it, we have spoken about uh, water games before, yeah. and uh, from what I gather. That they have always had a rather notorious reputation. Yeah, they have. Yeah, there's one yeah. podcast in particular that talks about water, um, and that and they are called the uh, Unnecessary Podcast. 
and now let's talk about water auctions and so forth. How like you know mm. scamming people and stuff like that, you know, and overcharging people as well. Overcharging like you know particular games on their site and grading them and charging like like they're worth that much. So stuff like that. Um, yeah. Um, well, I'll just say. I'll just say it. I don't care how old the game is. That's right. Nothing is worth not nothing is worth four thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um Yeah. It's this makes a mockery out of out of them and it makes them look stupid, man, to be to mm. be honest. So Yeah, man. So that's that water announcement. Pretty yeah, idiots anyway. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, from, like we did, we did a uh, episode uh, not yeah. so long ago, uh, comparing games that were sold online. Yeah, and we were just shocked at the prices. Yeah, that's right. Of um, that that were on sale. Yeah, and I'm just thinking with with Waters' case. I mean, uh, <laughs> did I think they would have to have known that the product uh, had to be authenticated, and they realized that no, they, it they doesn't. Knew it, man. It's they not knew. They knew. They knew, man. It's 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 yeah. They had to. Know. It's not yeah. hard. It's not hard to spot a reproduction, man. No way. It's not hard at all. Yeah. Like, you know, because they we're just looking at these screenshots of this yeah. reprint game right now. It definitely looks. It do, definitely looks like one of those burnt copies yeah. of people uh, made back in the day, where they printed out the sleeve, and they'd uh, even printed out uh, with the manual in, in cheap material put into the game and the, it looks like your normal uh cd rom case yeah nothing right. too fancy about it yeah and this was supposed to be what in japanese yeah japanese yeah yeah well, yeah yeah i think at some point so i think with some yeah well with some yeah as you know at some points but it's a uh, geoloft as well so there's a good chance that maybe that this game wouldn't run even if they had the the appropriate console for it. Mm. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. Anyway, people, man, people. <laughs> I think more of the story of don't buy anything from water games. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, aware. Don't buy anything. All right. Mm. Now to our main topic: the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. Genesis <laughs> does what Sega don't. <laughs> Well, sorry, no, no, Nintendo, what Nintendo, what, what Nintendo what don't. Nintendo. Idiot. No, no. I'm an idiot. What man. Nintendo don't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ninten- All right. What, uh, what Sega Genesis, Genesis does? does? What Nintendo don't. <laughs> no, no. What Nintendo don't. <laughs> oh, what, oh, what Nintendo don't. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I haven't, seen that, I haven't seen that commercial in a while. I, I used to watch it on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> they had the 30th anniversary commercial. For that for what the Nintendo uh, for the mini yeah yeah and you got the 30th anniversary Genesis does <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right for the mini yeah <laughs> I saw that yeah comedy gold yeah <laughs> yeah and you yeah. can definitely feel that it had that late 80s yeah, groove to it, groove to <laughs> it those yeah. Jingles, yeah late 80s yeah <laughs> uh, classic yeah it is beautiful classic. yeah it is alright man um so the Mega Drive. Um, so the Mega Drive came out in 1989, and that's what it was called in Japan. But this came out. Well, actually, the Japanese version came out in '88. So I'm just going yep. a bit, a bit, uh, a bit 
heard for myself. Um, so yeah, so the Mega Drive came out in '88 in Japan uh, yep. with only two games, which was Space Harrier 2 and Super Thunderblade. But in North America, they renamed it to the Sega Genesis um, due to yep. um, copyright. Uh, because there was a company called Mega Drive, I believe, in America. That's why I had to change it to Genesis. Cool. I wonder what sort of company that Mega Drive was. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. It's probably an auto automotive parts company or something in America <laughs> called Mega Drive. You know, yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I'm just curious to think about it. How did they get away with uh, calling the console Genesis? Because hey, it was hey, all. Could you imagine? Could you imagine back in it, like in the in the 80s, like, come on, son. We have to go to the automotive called Mega Drive. <laughs> get some yeah. car parts. <laughs> Man, I gotta get, gotta fix my engine up. So I'm taking it up to the Mega Drive. What the, what the fuck is a Sega, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So the North American version came out with Alex the Kid in Enchanted Castle, Altered Beast, yep. Last Battle, Space Harrier Two, Thunder Force Two. And Tommy Lutz Dorsera Baseball. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember playing Space Harrier 2. Yeah. Um, and it felt like just the... It just the effects of it kind yeah. of felt somewhat similar with uh, Space Harrier 2, just with the, the graphics, because it was uh, just animating... The, the foreground and background is animating yeah. vertically because you're running towards. And, and also just uh, weird because the, your character... You're, is running continuously, and you just got to control him by running around yeah. in his uh, jet or jumping around in his jet. Mm. But uh, what's funny, always got to crack up every time he gets shot. He had yeah. let out this huge cry and going, Arr! "Get ready!" and he got up. <laughs> get <back> ready. <laughs> He does a little. It does a slow mo as well when he when he falls off his little ship thingy. Yeah, <laughs> when he gets he gets killed. Oh no, no, sorry, light, no, yeah. he's, not, he's not on the ship. He's he's uh, he's gliding because he's got like um like a jet a pack, jetpack, a jetpack. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah. When, yeah, so when he gets shot, it does like a slow mo. Goes ah, it's like a little slow mo. Like <laughs> right. right. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, and after Burner Two, I remember yeah. I clocked after Burner Two it, within twenty minutes. It's a very short game. Yeah. Um, but I remember that you don't really have to fire uh, gunfire, only just uh, missiles. And you really got to use the targeting reticle to fly carefully. You got to just, it's the type of game, it was made for the arcade. For the people, these console port, you just have to make sure that you use the D pad to try and avoid enemy fire and just uh, let the targeting reticle do most of the hard work and just. Fire the missiles, but it always uh, shoots gunfire every yeah. single time that I can remember. Um, but I thought it was a pretty short game. Uh, it was easier than Space Harrier too. Hmm. I saw the game more of like a tech demo because it wasn't like, like you said, it was like 20 minutes you clocked it. So it was more like a proof of concept what the, what the Mega Drive can do in terms of like yeah. graphics compatibility and stuff like that. In terms of graphics yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, um, that was a pretty shallow game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, well, I remember Last Battle. My mate had it. Uh, it was actually based on uh, the anime Fist of the North Star. I think oh, it was right. either anime or manga. I think it, they were definitely both, yeah. yeah. Um, not a great game. <laughs> I'll just say it's not a great game. Rather dull gameplay. It looks like a lot, looks like your character. game or something. That's what it looks 
well, it's not an RP. It's not. You can. It's one of those. I'm just looking at the image, and it's got like an overhead map map of some. Yeah, that's right. It's sort of like stages or something. I'll describe. Yeah, it's sort of like a Metroidvania type of game where you can choose different levels to go around as you progress. Um. Problem with that game, though, there's actually two versions of that oh, game. Here we go. One yeah, yeah, is yeah, more yeah. Fun. yeah, it's it's a beat 'em up. It's a beat 'em up. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's a beat 'em yeah. up. Yeah, I've seen yeah. this before actually. I've I've seen some gameplay of it, but I've never played it. But yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it yeah it's a pretty average now. game. Yeah. It's one of those average, uh, dull, beat 'em up games where the concept sounds good, but execution is rather um, undesirable. Um, it's yeah. one of those games where enemy sprites, they just run towards you and and attack you with a cheap shot and they they just run off and you can't catch him because your character is too slow you can't run he yeah. doesn't have any weapons um at, cl- at best all it does is that all it takes is just uh sends enemies flying as soon as he hits or kicks them but the guy's too uh flat footed and just lethargic that he's more vulnerable to attacks and traps than you think. Um, like I said, there was actually two versions of that game. One, which is uh, more sanitized, which is less gruesome. Yep. The other one is more faithful to the anime of manga, which is just more gory. Oh, right. But yeah, okay. not not the best game. I mean, it's one of those games where if you increase your energy powers, where yeah. his shirts just burst open and he just uh, is able to attack... Uh, do more combo attacks where um, if you get you, you can hit more than one enemy at once um, but again it's a pretty generic beat em up game that happens to have some sort of metroidvania uh, features to it where you can as soon as you complete level you can have a choice across the map where you can go to another village to attack more enemies or you can go straight uh, take a different direction and fight the boss um, it's one of those games where yeah. you get you get to choose uh, so, how so you, you don't, so you don't recommend this game at all. Personally, not. Okay. No. <laughs> right, cool. Yeah, it's a pretty right. uh, annoying game yeah. right. as soon as you play it. Play it, yeah. All right. That's cool. Um, now, so those are the launch titles, but in Europe, when it came out in Europe, I think in 1990, um, they had. Well, Alex the Kid, Altered Beast, Arnold Plummer, Tournament Golf, Forgotten... Did you say Arnold Plummer? I think you mean Arnold Palmer. <laughs> oh, so, oh, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I read it too fast. Palmer, yeah. Sorry, Palmer. <laughs> Forgotten Worlds, <laughs> Ghouls and Ghosts, Golden Axe, Last Battle, Mystic Defender, Rambo 3, uh, Revenge of Shinobi, Revenge which is an awesome Shinobi. game. Yep. Space Raider yeah, 2, Super Hang On, Super League Baseball, Super Thunderblade, Thunder Force 2... Traxton and World Cup Italy 1990 and yep. Zoom. Yeah, World Cup yeah. Italy 90, okay. Maybe yeah, because it makes sense because it was 89 or early 1990. The World yeah. Cup was being held in Italy at Italy, that time. Uh, so, that okay, time. Yeah, so they made, they made a World Cup. Yeah. yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, they yeah, made, yeah. yeah, and I had that game and uh, it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> you had that game? <laughs> all terrible. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it came with the six game pack. Oh, so I got my console. When, when you got your console, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got two compilation cartridges. The one 
which was the three Sonic games, the original, uh, the first one, Sonic 2 and Dr. Robotnik's uh, Mean Bean Machine. Yeah. And the other six game pack included Revenge of Shinobi, uh, World Cup Italia 90, uh, Super oh, Hang On, Streets yeah. of Rage, uh, Columns, and the other one I can't remember. But yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. And the World Cup Italia 90 was this uh, top down game, uh, soccer game, uh, where everyone, every, everyone had black heads. <laughs> they, they look like uh, Maradona for some reason. Was that was that overhead? And, uh, was that overhead or overhead? Overhead, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah overhead, yeah. yeah. Top down yeah. soccer game, yeah. And uh, it was as basic as you can get. Just uh, no fouls, no um, no free kicks really. Just uh, no corner kicks. All it is is just yeah. shot and goal. That's it. And the sound effects were ter- terrible as well. Just they have a whistle as soon as you score. It goes. Rawr! That's it. And it has this <laughs> shoddy little cutscene of some soccer player celebrating a goal he scored with the crowd. <laughs> That's it. Very cheap game. Very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't want to play that. No way. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch on YouTube and laugh. Sounds very, and it sounds some very dismal. Nostalgic. Very dismal. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best yeah. soccer game you'll yeah. play on a, any video game. Yeah. Fair enough. But of All course, right. um, yeah. yeah. Golden Axe, of course. Uh, yeah, that was the other game. That, yeah, obviously, I don't know, the six six game pack. Yeah, I can remember. Yeah. A classic. Altered Beast, man. Altered Beast, I think, really. God, I think that, that was an arcade game before it came out. Console, wasn't it? Came out, what, 86, I think? Golden Axe came no, out no, in 89. Yeah, Golden Axe 2. Yeah, Golden Axe 2 as well, but I meant Altered Beast. Oh, Altered Beast, yeah, came out in 89, I believe. No, okay, arcades, yeah. 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 And it really, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the graphic uh, graphics chip and processor has yeah, really yeah. benefited on the yeah. uh, console for well, that game. Well, to, to be fair, like, the Mega Drive had a had a had a quite a lot of good arcade ports. Yeah, you know, um, and that's what sold the system. So, well, I think that its hardware was based on uh, the basic sixteen bit. Arcade hardware, architecture, yeah. In the initial, right, yeah. yeah. But then, of course, right. the arcades had to make some adjustments and modifications where it could play. It could play more sprites for other arcade games in the yeah. in the following years. Yeah. Well, I had a well. Well, the CPU had a Motorola sixty-eight thousand. Yes, um, right. Yeah. So they were they were pretty underpowered. Motorola sixty-eight thousand. Um, clock rate was set at. Seven megahertz, I think. Yeah, seven megahertz. Seven point sixty-seven megahertz. Yeah. Yeah, sixty-seven. Yeah. Which but, is much faster than uh, Super Nintendo's megahertz yeah, uh, right, clock yeah. speed of three hundred uh, three point fifty-eight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Clock speed. Yeah. But it feels like just look, when we when I was researching about this the specification, other specs for Sega Mega Drive is just it, they really emphasize on the speed, or not just the, the clock speed, but even just uh, with. Uh, um even just uh, the processing of sound um because i was looking up that the audio cpu which was the xylog 80 it had over three times the clock rate uh, of the super nintendo's spc 700 audio cpu except the the super nintendo's audio cpu required less cycles per instruction so in comparison to the xylog 80 it only runs faster slightly faster for most operations 
but it's uh, what it does is that it uh, has direct me memory access to the Motorola 68,000 68, uh, 68, uh, uh, for its address space, yeah. as well as using more of the 8 kilobytes of worth of sound RAM. And I was able to play directly from the um, ROM cartridge. Whereas I think the Super Nintendo, it was a direct access to the sound RAM was limited to 64 kilobytes. That's the... So it's a, even though the Super Nintendo, I think, object, just to judge it objectively, had superior sound quality, because it sounded a lot more cinematic and just sounded a lot more uh, just clearer compared to the Super Nintendo. There's a Sega Mega Drive. Sega Mega Drive really loved to uh, compensate that with uh, emphasis on speed. What do you reckon? Yeah, they'll probably focus more on hardware than like sound and graphics. Um, yeah. Focus on, on the CPU and how, how far, like, you know, and how powerful the machine, you know, machine is. But I think the Motorola 6800 is CPU weren't that good. I'm not, not too sure. Um, Because that, because that Motorola was on other like um, systems as well. I believe it was right. um, a few home computers used a Motorola as well. I believe those eight like eight um, sixteen bit machines. Like I think the Atari ST had a Motorola CPU as well. And the Atari, and I, yeah, I think I think the don't quote me on it, but I think the um, uh, the Amiga five hundred also had a Motorola as well. Right, six eight hundred. So, yeah, yeah, they focus more on speed than than um, than like than you know graphics and sound. Obviously, you can compare it when you compare it to Super Nintendo. It's more fast superior, I reckon, in terms of like sound and graphics. What do you reckon? Mm. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, yeah. uh, unlike. Um, Super Nintendo, which had Mode 7, which was able to scale graphics. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Sega Mega Drive only had Mode 4 and Mode 5. Yeah. Uh, mode 5 in particular was pretty important because it allowed multiple layer scrolling. Yeah. So you had, I think it had three layers. It had Scroll A, Scroll B, and, and Sprite, yeah. which meant Scroll A, focus on the background, Scroll B, focus on the foreground, and Sprite, you talked about the characters and other details. Like, if you look at Sonic the Hedgehog, um, if you have a look at the first level, you know, you've got parallax scrolling where there's animations happening simultaneously, yeah. independently from each other. So you got one, you, as you run, the background is uh, going left and the foreground, for example, is going right. Yeah. Pretty opposite, allowed, allowed that. Um, and there's also just with thing about just with the, the graphics, so that it allowed, what is it, 512 variations of 64 colors is that right for the mega drive yeah so i believe uh that's i believe that's what i read about it so they had to just uh try and uh, yeah they used the, the colors as much as they could but with tricks um that's right what i remember yeah what i remember reading just uh with uh, games like street fighter um they would try and uh use tricks like horizontal blanks where they try to swap out color palettes um, to, in order to gain certain, effect to, certain effects to recycle uh, character sprites without actually touching sprite acids. 
So, for example, you look at the Street Fighter uh, 2, uh, Ryu and Ken. Uh, they had the same character model, but uh, they were able to swap out the colors to make it look like they have different costumes. Yeah. But they, they did that using some tricks in order to just uh, change uh, the actual color palette. Uh, or even just with Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, uh, just uh, with the, you, you, going back even to from number two and number three, every time there's a line break with uh, underwater levels, they'd always have to try and uh, code up a trick where they swap out the colors to mid-screen uh, to swap her around uh, in order to create that watercolor effect. So the Mega Drive had 512 colors, and I'm reading up yeah. this site right now, and corresponding it with shadow and highlight, it had 15, so 1536 colors. Yeah. So that, that, that must have been color swapping. So That's right. Could do some color swapping and then it could add up to 1536. But uh, for the Super Nintendo, the Super Nintendo had 32,768 colors. Right. So it had a, a way better color. A wide range. Than the, uh, yep. Super Nintendo. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah, Sega Mega Drive, like I said, that. And you could tell straight away when you, when you, when you yep. compared. Even. When you, when you play, um, for example, um, Mortal Kombat on the Mega Drive, how muddy the graphics are. And when you, when you look at the, compare it to the Super Nintendo, it's yeah. pretty crisp. Pretty crisp on the Super Nintendo. Same, like, same, with, the, the, colors same with the Street Fighter. Yeah, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 2, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. Yep. Well, as I was about to say, yeah, the, re, the sw uh, swapping of colors, they did that in order to try and squeeze more um, colors or the illusion of having more colors, colors yeah. out of the hardware. So um, more trickery was what, involved just to get more it, yeah, out of the machine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In order to yeah. try and uh, without compromising the hardware, mm. I have heard that uh, developers had to be careful where they didn't uh, bite too much out of the memory, otherwise they would be slow. They'd cause frame rate issues, frame rate slowing issues, down. Yeah. So they had to be down, yeah. they had to be very careful with how they use the. Uh, uh, tricks like the horizontal yeah. blanks in order to swap out colors and i think they're just uh, with the actual the space for this the current ram that they had was about divided into what nine bit words all of them three three each so they had the colors that they tend to use was root blue red blue and green wasn't it yeah that's right yeah yeah and with that they were able to ma manipulate the doing all the maths they could to get uh, 512 different color variations of those same colors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, video RAM is very similar on the Super Nintendo to the Mega Drive 64KB. Mm. Or VRAM. And um, yeah, so very similar. Um, yeah. Is this the. Uh, Graphics chip was a bit better on the Mega Drive, on the Super Nintendo, and the sound chip was a bit better as well. So they use a Sony sound chip, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. Well, the color tiles, uh, just even with the, the color, the tiles, uh, mm. well, the colors is Mega Drive had what sixteen colors uh, for sprite tiles. Whereas uh, looking just the comparison of the Super Nintendo, I mean, they had 
Huh. They, they had all the modes from z zero to seven. So they're able to get a, a lot of more colors out of the sound of it. And that's where they're able to have more variations such as mode seven scaling or even just have uh, even more uh, just to get more, uh, more out of their parallax scrolling uh, for background level uh, layers. Um, I was just uh, thinking about it though. I'm just uh, looking about uh, uh, Sega Mega Drives having a video display processor. Yeah, and again, that uh, that component allowed them in order to pull to pr process different speeds uh, or different uh, sprites with the speed that they wanted, whether it be horizontally and vertically. Yeah. That allowed the layers to uh, animate and scroll independently from each other at the same time. I mean, I get the impression that if they if they didn't have that chip in their hardware, then they would have had a hard time to pull off the, the uh, game animation that they wanted, because and the speed that they want. Because with Sonic Hedgehog being as um, the flagship, not as just the flagship character of the console, but its its appeal was that it emphasized on speed. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you well, needed that's, it. That's what they were focused on the speed. Good that's right. Good speed. Let's see. That's right. Without that speed, I mean, you couldn't be able to um, allow her just to have all these different layers uh, to, yeah, animate simultaneously, and allowed more, just uh, more movement on uh, emphasis on probably on the speed of the game to the point where it probably would distract you on some um, shortcomings on the system. Because if once you play a lot of games, uh, on some games, there are some games that look really good, where which it looks uh, good from uh, different dimensions, like uh, Probotector, where if you just uh, have levels where you're being being chased by uh, a, a boss that's coming at you vertically, where it's also just scales, it has this illusion of scaling, just uh, the actual background where you're running. Uh, right down to the road and it just uh, moves from left to right maybe you look at some games that are fully developed on the platform like uh, batman forever yeah probably not the best example but it used to try to use the um digitized sprites, digitized sprites you look yeah. at the speed yeah you look at the speed of that game and it is a chore to get through yeah no it's very yeah. very bad game having said that really that's also put on super nintendo it was just as bad there as well it's bad as well yeah yeah, so probably not they next. Were too, they were too ambitious with the digitized sprites. It just looks, looks yeah. Like Having said that, probably that's not the best game to really describe as the no. shortcomings for yeah, the Super right, uh, yeah. Mega Drive because it was just a bad port for the console either way. But um, yeah, uh, there's definitely a lot of um, yeah, definitely just uh, the components that they, like I said before, the components that they would uh, emphasizing on the Mega Drive. They were trying to make up for any technical uh, shortcomings with the speed of it, and that's why, that's why, their marketing team at Super, uh, yeah, Sega Mega Drive, they thought, okay, we need to come up with the term blast processing. Throw it to the mass. That's, <laughs> that's why. That's why Super right. Nintendo better, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I always had commercials as well. Uh, blast processing and comparing it with the Super Nintendo. They were comparing like, I think they were comparing um, 
uh, what was it, Super Mario Kart and Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like because yep. Mario Kart wasn't that fast, and then we, when you play Super Sonic the Hedgehog, it's like, fuck it, look how fast he it is. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm buying a Mega Drive because, because Mega Drive is like more powerful, it's more faster. It's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Having um, said that, Super Nintendo never had Streets of Rage. <laughs> that's right. No, that's a good game, man. I love Streets of Rage. Yep. One of my five favorite beat em ups, actually. Yep. Streets of Rage. Yeah. Um, awesome, man. Do you want to talk about some of the accessories that it came with? Let's go. All right. So, um, the more basic accessories were like the 32X attachment. Because I wanted to squeeze more life out of, out of the Mega Drive, so they released the 32X. So With instead of 16-bit gaming, they introduced 32-bit gaming for the for the system. Yeah. It wasn't really 32-bit gaming. It was just probably the graphics were just enhanced a tiny bit. You know, it, it went it went that great. I think there was a there was a port of Doom for the Mega Drive. It was only for the 32X. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember AVGN, Angry Video shit. Game Nerd, he did a comparison of, of, the, of the sound, yeah, the sound uh, yeah. quality, of, and the music yeah. quality on the 32X yeah. compared to, um, yeah, compared to, I think it was Super Nintendo, and it was just, yeah, night and day, and just day, with the Nintendo, yeah. terrible, just with the terrible, the fact that the sound quality for the Sega Mega Drive 32X required on a lot of beeps and a lot of yeah. um, a lot of bass really sound, dull yeah, the sound, bass yeah, the sound, sound the sound was yeah. very poor the music was very very poor on, on the, on the and very tinny as well very tinny, tinny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it was definitely hard. not on, yeah the hardware just wasn't able to support that game mm-hmm. uh, but he, he, i'd probably wouldn't be fair to me to say that the mega drive had the most redundant accessories when it came to console additions. You had the 32X to attach it, and the EA even came with these prongs, which could have uh, heard that for some people that bought it, it nearly uh, broke their uh, Mega Drive console because it, the prongs of it underneath the fit on the Mega Drive was uh, rather sort of um, easy to, very fragile. They could no, no, that, that, was the, that was the power base converter. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that was pretty, pretty easy uh, accessory to, you know, put into any model. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Getting confused with uh, yeah. the animals. Yeah. And then you also had the Sega CD or Mega CD yeah, as Sega it was CD, called yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah they they made, just, they uh, made, they made, actually, they made, yeah, they made two versions of that. So the model one. Ran underneath the Mega Drive. Yeah. And the Model 2 attached to the side of the, of the, of the system. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, uh, I mean, Sega I, CD, and... the Sega CD was pretty pretty average, man, at best. Uh, had some, well, probably had some like... okay titles on there, but very average. There was a lot of CD. Yeah, there was a lot of FMV titles as well for the Mega Drive. And they were all poor quality. And they were very quality, poor quality. Very crap. 12, what, what is it, 12 megahertz well. processor? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's no, but what I was trying to say, what I was trying to say is that they had a very good ambition at a time where the technology was simply not there to support it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a problem. And it was, yeah, it didn't really kick it through. But wasn't there supposed to be 
I think that there was supposed to be a they were doing a prototype for a 32-bit console. I think it was called Neptune. Was it? Neptune, yeah, that's right, yeah. And it, that's when it became a Sega Saturn. So they had a yeah. prototype of it, and they changed the name to Sega Saturn. So it was, it was called, it was supposed to be called that name, but yeah. Yeah. They changed it to Sega Saturn. Well, so. yeah. Well, 32X was yeah definitely just a waste of time and money. Yeah, that's really. They yeah. just, just try to squeeze as much as I can out of the system until the Sega Saturn came out, and that was it. Well, it goes to show just how much technology, well, graphics and technology was changing within the 90s. Yeah, yeah that's right. You think about it. Yeah. I mean, really, if you think about it, even before that, even going from late early 80s to the end of the 80s, just you go from Atari 8-bit graphics to, no, less than that. Uh, it's the middle of the year, in the middle of the decade, 8-bit, and then it goes 16-bit at the end of the decade, and then come the year 2000, we've got... Um, the N64, PS1, and it's just, yeah, just a snowball effect where you just graphics get more photorealistic as time goes by. Yeah. It's just amazing if you think about it. But I felt like the mid-90s was a massive uh, shift compared to uh, when we first got into video games. Yeah, right. And I felt, yeah, it was just weird how um, Mega Drive and Super Nintendo was just uh, getting phased out quickly. Personally, I thought, they got phased out rather quickly because um, you look at consoles nowadays so what, they have so what, a, so what year did you get your console when you bought your 95 95 okay. no, yeah but you know they were still pretty expensive to get because they came out at what 89 um, and it would last for about what is it probably at the very latest 96 yeah now you look at some consoles in it nowadays I mean up, um, we had let's say the PS2 lasted for about what 11 years. That's probably the longest lifespan for a console today. Yeah, and uh, no, it's just uh, definitely felt long. I mean, there have been some other consoles between I don't know, um, Xbox 360 to Xbox One. We could say it was just close to a decade. Yeah, and I feel like with the 16-bit era consoles, they didn't they fell short of uh, lasting that long. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Sure. But it's because there's a reason for that, because just this uh, quick advancement into the technology. Otherwise, um, <laughs> if we hadn't developed so fast, I felt like, yeah, felt like they could have lasted longer. That's not a complaint or anything, by the way. I'm just uh, looking back at it, observing just uh, how amazing that, yeah, uh, technology has improved with game oh, development. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're, we're... It's improved so much now. Like games look so surreal now. It's like yeah, cinematic, you know, even very, very cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when I bought my, like I said, when I bought my, uh, when I got my console back in '95, it came with the single controller, uh, six-button controller. Mm -hmm. So if I want, and it, most of the time I didn't have to use the six buttons it, unless I was playing Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. But, uh, um, I, I, even back in the day, I, I, I never had a Mega Drive, but I used to see them everywhere. I remember going to like, seeing, seeing, seeing it at, seeing, uh, sorry, going to High Point, and seeing these little kiosks, um, yeah. and just playing them at a High Point up in Maya on the very top floor and playing Sonic the Hedgehog. And even I remember um, this guy lived across the street had a Mega Drive as well, and we would play Streets of Rage and Golden <laughs> Axe and. Sonic the Hedgehog and yeah, like um, 
because I, I had an NES at the time and I had a Game Boy, but I didn't have like a proper console that justified like the nineties, like you know, like yeah, um, till much like till I got my PS One. But yeah, I remember seeing it everywhere. It was very popular, man. Especially in Australia, I think it was very popular in Australia. The Sega Mega Drive, you'll see it everywhere. Well, to date, yeah. Super Nintendo was, even, was popular as well. But, to date, yeah. it's the Sega is the most successful console. I mean, they haven't been in the console market for a very, very oh, long yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. But it, uh, um, yeah, it's been the it's historically their best-selling console. I mean, the units that saw it sold was thirty point seventy-five million units sold yeah. worldwide i mean at the time of writing i mean it was above um it actually sold more than the original xbox believe it or not sold more than original just have a look xbox. at this wow yeah original xbox sold 24 million units yeah and uh the ps5 is uh, crawling up with 30 million units but eventually it will uh, it will eventually overcome the sega mega drive um, so then the Nintendo 64 only sold 2 million minutes more than the Mega Drive, about 32.93 million. Yeah, good, good surprise, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so we had the, so we had the, um, 32X, Sega CD, but also other attachments as well, like the power base converter. Where you could play yep. um, Sega Master games on it on the Mega Drive as well. Um, but like you were saying before, I think it was pretty tricky to get the power base converter to work on the Model Two. Yeah, um, they they tried releasing some like um, like a little attachment underneath the um, accessory, so you right. so you so you couldn't um, uh, wreck your console. But I think that I think that I think they're like what, what they're like a little like a little uh, like a little metal like a little metal spring. Like it's like, like a prong. Yeah, like a little prong. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to sit on there. Yeah. Well, um, I heard rumors that um, some people had uh, their games ruined because of that. Games ruined. Yeah. Um, yeah. It goes to show that it was just a poorly. Piece well, of the cartridge uh, style alone will be ruined, not the games. It's the cartridge style would be ruined, wouldn't it? Because the problems will be similar. Yeah, that's right. The yeah, that's right. The cartridge, yeah. yeah. the cartridge, yeah, it would be ruined, yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, what can I say? Not a great, yeah. Not, yeah. Some weird, uh, yeah, you look at, you look research into Sega's uh, handling with the Mega Drive yeah. after its launch, you come to realize there were some pretty poor decisions that oh, yeah. probably yeah. crippled the company in the console. Yeah. Uh, market, yeah. yeah. Well, have a look at the light guns. Just have a talk about the light guns for a bit. Yeah. I remember the Konami Justifier, which was played for um, the Lethal Enforcers, and I felt like I remember that these light guns looked very identical to the arcade ones I used to play mm. back in back in the yeah, back in the day. Similar, they? Yeah. yeah, they did. Came with blue and red colors, yeah, and um, and also came with the game. It was also compatible for the game Snatcher. Have you ever played that game? I don't, no, I don't I have. played it. I think that's a Sega Sega CD as well. For Sega CD. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never played it. It's, I think it's like a FMV slash like lockdown game, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't cost that much. Um, 
So still, I'm just having a look at eBay right now. Yeah. Um, some some are still selling the Konami Justifier flight guns for um, seventy dollars on Amazon, and um, where is it? Thirty nine dollars on eBay. Is that Aussie prices or American? Um, I think this is Australian. All oh, right. For American, I think it's fifty nine. No, hang on. Let I'm me have a look. Yeah, because I've never seen the justifiers in, in, like, around locally. Um, so. You know what? I have to take that back. I think it's American. Thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Because how? Because the the currency. I think we pay more than, than the Americans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we pay more than the Americans. The American dollar is thirty nine ninety nine. For the equivalent to the Australian dollars, fifty-seven dollars and thirty-two cents. Yeah. yeah. So if you want, you can still. If you got a copy, cartridge copy of Lethal Forces, you can uh, go out and buy the Konami Justifier. Yeah. Um. But uh, the other hardware that caught my attention, which I don't remember ever being sold in uh, Australia, was the Menacer gun. Menacer. It was a light. Uh, that was a, sort of a, a light rifle or rifle gun that was supposed to be used for um, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, the arcade game, and Corpse Killer, which I think was a Sega CD game. Yeah, it looks more like a futuristic laser gun or something that you'll see in like in those sci-fi movies. That's what it looks like. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it feels similar to the Super Nintendo equivalent. What was it called again? It was called... Uh... What was it called? Um, it was like a super scope, or something, wasn't it? That's it. Yeah, super yeah, scope. Super yeah, scope. that's good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't think there was much light gun games for the Super Nintendo. Many light gun games. You would have had. Well, you would have had. Um, I think Lethal Force was on a Super Nintendo. And T two the arcade game was yep. on Super Nintendo too. Yep. Yeah. Because that was on both consoles. No, you. What about? Um, it doesn't have uh, light phaser. That was a master system, wasn't it? Yeah, for the light, yeah, light phaser was for master system. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember that because I remember watching some really old Italian commercials promoting master system, and we were speaking really fast, enthusiastic. I just love the ways that they say light phaser. <laughs> <laughs> say something. Alena tu mira. Uh, puoi essere anche un campione eh, tuo con la pistola light phaser. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, so funny. Yeah. Was the Mega Drive popular in Italy? I think it would be popular everywhere in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. like I said, if it's all about thirty point seventy five yeah, million units, yeah, really, yeah, it would have been popular. Very, yeah, it would have been very popular. Yeah. Well, I'm actually still shocked that. Sorry. Very stupid question. No, no, it's not. Not at all, but uh, I was just uh, thinking, I'm actually uh, a little bit shocked. It's, it's sold more units than the original Xbox. Yeah. Because they, they squeezed everything into that thing, like 32X, you know, Sega CD. There's so many attachments, yeah. and that's why people bought the freaking thing. So there's so, mm. so many options they can choose from, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I guess in hindsight, Xbox was a new console, a new brand altogether. So there's probably yeah. not much loyalty going on there. Yeah, so um, just with, with the light gun, um, the compatible games that are listed here are Body Count, Corpse Killer, 
Uh, Crime Patrol, Mad Dog McCree. I've heard of this game, Mad Dog McCree. Uh, Mad Dog The Lost Gold, which is a sequel. Um, Menace 6 game cartridge. Monster Hunter. This is unreleased, by the way. Monster Hunter. T2, the arcade game, which you just mentioned before. And Who Shot yep. Johnny Rock. Yeah. And uh, majority of these uh, light gun games are for the Mega CD. Of course. Yep. Well, I mean, uh, console games weren't really known for uh, light gun games anyway. I mean, like I said, like I mentioned uh, in the podcast ones, uh, you could play Lethal Forces on uh, the Mega Drive just by using your average uh, controller. Controllers. Just need yeah. to move your yeah, just move the D-pad target around, yeah. with the D pad around, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, and yeah, just use right. your buttons to shoot or reload. That's it. Yeah, that's right. It was it made it hard to play. It made it very hard to play that game. Mm. Uh, we only played the arcade ver- version only not so long ago, and it was difficult together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine that's... playing it on the Sega Mega Drive. Because I actually yeah. got to the very e- final boss. Uh, the Sega Mega Drive could not, not beat it with the with the controller. You need a light gun to actually. You need the Konami Justifier to complete that game. <laughs> oh yeah, because if you got yeah. that far, yeah, you won't be able to beat it. Do, do, you, remember, uh, do, do you remember when we control. played it on the Raspberry Pi? The yeah, that's what version? I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant when we yeah, played yeah, it together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I think yeah. we use we use like light, light guns for that. Yeah. No, we didn't. No. Controller. We didn't. We used controller. Yeah. Because I remember we had uh, you had a, another accessory that was like gun. Yeah, that, that was for the way we played some Wii like gun games. Remember? Oh right, yeah. yeah I'm getting yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting confused with my yeah. games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's right. Okay, well you need okay you need two people at, at least at least to beat yeah, the that's game. Right, to beat yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You won't be able right. to beat it on your own. Yeah, but that's <laughs> then again that was the arcade version. Try playing it on the console version. Ah, oh yeah, true. we wouldn't be able to beat it. Yeah, I think the console version would be would have been easier, wouldn't it? console version of you can get far uh, eight, like courses. i said you can get far at the um at the uh final boss but unless you got a partner with you you're not going to beat it that final I'm boss with the helicopter, yeah. the helicopter was yeah. impossible then yeah you know you, you saw how hard it was yeah yeah that's right yeah 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 that's right trying to shoot you with uh rockets and uh machine gun fire simultaneously yeah you need someone to to just focus on shooting Shooting just these uh, machine guns first yeah. before you hit the body. Yeah. One of the interesting, um, I got to say, just looking at the at the list of accessories that came with the Mega Drive. It, one of the, and we just spoke about it before we started this episode. One of the interesting accessories was the simulated two action chair. <laughs> Used for space area. Enough to burn it too. So it was just yeah. this custom made chair. Yeah. That allowed you to uh, lean forward, and it allowed you to pivot in different directions. Yeah. <laughs> so it had also came, it came with two handlebars on the side of the chair. Yeah. To make it look like that you're actually sitting in a cockpit. So I'm just trying to think out how would that work if you're still playing with the with the with the controller. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's not really practical, is it? No, it's not. I mean, um, sounds funny, but yeah. And I remember just um, with um, 
I remember playing these sort of games. Games such as Afterburner 2. Uh, fighter jet games. Usually how it works is that you've got, let's say, um, not a light gun, but a, just a, a cockpit controller, which it makes it feel like that you're actually shooting from a fighter jet, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how exact that works uh, for uh, the Mega Drive, if you're still using the, the hand control. <laughs> I mean, I think this chair would make sense if you were playing racing games. And it came with the, the wheel, the steering wheel. Oh yeah, that true. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's more it's more suited for like a steering wheel than like the sitting in there with a freaking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Um, so apparently, before we go on, just uh, say read description here. So, Simulated Technologies Inc. reportedly tested the chair with several games, including Super Monaco GP, Super Thunderblade, Afterburner 2, and Super Hangon. Yeah. But it's unknown just how many games were compatible with it overall. Furthermore, it's unclear just how well the whole thing worked, as reports of it of its sensitivity and accuracy have been sketchy. No one knows what the price has been. <laughs> yeah. So it actually feels like that the simulator to action chair was a prototype, rather than being sold to the pub just by reading this, but they had plans for it. <laughs> oh man. What's this? Did you hear about this Sega Activator? Sega Activator? That's, that's like a rumble pack for your, for your back, isn't it? Well, it's a second only to the Power Glove, to the biggest peripheral design goof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, it, and its uh, charging uh, price was about $80. 80 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just... Um, it was actually supposed to be... A motion sensor for uh, fighting games, by the way. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, oh, was, sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, I'm getting mixed up with something else. Yeah, the activator. Yeah, it came in bits, and you had to connect it up on, and then lay it on the floor, and then you could like it was more like a motion sensor, like you could play That's fighting right, games. Yeah. Like if you want to play Street Fighter, yeah, you just go into the middle of that thingy, and yeah, just like yeah. Start like <laughs> no. fighting and stuff like that with you, like just moving your, your 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 legs and your arms and let's <laughs> hope for the best. <laughs> did, yeah. did they really quality tested most of these accessories before they put out? They probably did. They, they, probably, they, they did. probably noticed the flaws in them. Like, yeah, let's just sell it anyway. <laughs> Doesn't matter if we're going to hurt our company's reputation. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, let's just sell it anyway and hope that the consumer anyway. doesn't know any better. <laughs> it doesn't it's... know any better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they weren't properly tested. Like, they tested them. It was like, all right, there's a few flaws in it. What are we going to do? Ah, sell it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You think about it, yeah. You can think about uh, these uh, broken accessories. You can re you understand how why Sega's not in the console market anymore. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, th to be funny enough, man, the NES has some bad accessories too. So, mm. you know, and it's still going. So, it's just, you know, it's just... It's just like you know, like being too ambitious and thinking that yeah, this this accessory can do that, and it doesn't really justify, you know. Well, at least the any at least the Super Nintendo had uh, nice little novelties, such as their yeah. Game Boy add-ons, yeah. where you can play Game Boys onto Game, Game onto Boy the extension, yeah. right, play yeah. it directly on your yeah, Super yeah. Nintendo console. 
with color, with some color. Yeah, with some color, yeah. Yeah, yeah so at least that, that, you get some benefit out of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it, Sega just made a lot of terrible yeah. uh, uh, investments, terrible decisions, uh, just uh, halfway of the Mega Drive's lifespan. All right. Um, um, yeah, all right. Um, so before we end the episode, do you want to talk about some oral mentions about the Sega Mega Drive, like the games in particular? Uh, some of the games that we like? On the Mega oh, Drive? I mean, uh, yeah. We like we... Yeah, I mean, we've discussed it many times, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the Streets of Rage trilogy can't go wrong than that. I mean, you can't... Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I said it. Sounds like... No, those games... Out of doubt, no. The best, best one of the best yeah. made-em-ups on the system, by far. Yeah. 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 Right. That's what I was yeah. trying to say, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the first one. Just, just the yeah, music alone, good... man. Just the music alone is freaking awesome. Like, really, mm. very upbeat, think... very techno ish, very upbeat. Very, like, it just sounds like you're at a club, man. Some some, some of the tunes, you know? Yeah, without a doubt, no. No, yeah. great. Um, just uh, definitely had uh, influence with. Um, a lot of music from the rave music from the late 80s, early yeah, 90s. Yeah. Kind of felt like Maxi Priest is also an <laughs> influence on yeah. some of the levels at the beach yeah. of the first game. Yeah. Uh, just want to be close. Uh, you just get that feeling <laughs> with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, just uh, number two, just to improve even better with the sound. And then I think Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack is definitely a good example where the, that the sound, uh, the music on that console. Um, does it very justice as he can't go better than that. Yeah. Um, Sonic the Head is Sonic, uh, all the Sonic games. Yeah, all the Sonic games, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even Sonic and 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 I've played both the console and arcade version. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I still haven't played the there's arcade yet. Yeah. There's, there's a standalone version from the Mega Drive that's completely different from the arcade. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 I've played that, yeah. yeah. i played both of them. Um, yeah. yeah. Shadow Dancer, yeah. I'm still surprised that it's a difficult game, but I'm still surprised that yeah. I managed to beat several times. Mm. Um, that was one. Golden Axe, I mean, I like it better as an arcade game. Yeah, on the console. Too, yeah, but, but, but yeah. It's, it's still it's still good for the Mega Drive. I won't say it's bad, but it's, it's still alright for, for the Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Altered Beast, I think, is another game that benefits on the arcade than on console. No, well, I'm not like I'm not really a big fan of Altered Beast, man. Um, a lot, I, mm. I think it's alright, but I'm not. I wouldn't. Like, I want to go out my way to play it. Um, it's a bit of a tricky game. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I remember. It is. It is yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, even when you get your powers to become these different beasts, yeah. um, you're not in some ways. In some cases, you're even weaker than you were as a human. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> in some cases, yeah. But yeah. Um, that's got to be the challenge. Yeah. What's another good one? Uh, we got uh, Wonder Boy, uh, Wonder Boy <laughs> Four, Monster World. Um, very good game, mm. in my opinion. Um, a lot, a lot of puzzle elements, but no, awesome game. Re- definitely recommend Wonder Boy. Monster World, uh, what's another one? Uh, Kid Chameleon, ever played Kid, Kid Chameleon on Mega Drive? Uh, no, I don't think I have. No. 
I've heard yeah, of it, but I've never got the yeah, chance very, to play it. Very awesome platformer, man, for the Mega Drive. Ch Chameleon, very awesome. Um, I remember I played Mystic Defender. Mystic and Defender, that's, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that game is, uh, you have these power rings that can basically shoot any sort of projectiles like water, fire, whatever. If you know the Mandarin from uh, Iron Man, he feels like that. <laughs> Just, uh, I remember, yeah, played it back in 98, rented it for a fair bit. Nice little graphics here and there. I mean, gameplay, not the most out, uh, incredible gameplay. I mean, all you do is just collect all these power-ups, you get these different rings, you get to fire yeah. just yeah. different sort of uh, blasts of enemies. But no, it was uh, a good little title. Yeah. What it was, yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, look, I think... Um, I gotta say, I did like Columns a little bit. I'm not big into puzzle games, but because I had it on the 16, yeah. on the uh, 6 uh, game pack when I got my console, I remember realizing, oh yeah, Columns is actually uh, an interesting, calming little game. Because it's, it's like supposed to be set in ancient Greece, I think. Yeah. And there's not, not much of a challenge other than just trying to match all the uh, Columns together. Very similar to Tetris, of course. And uh, I think it was originally made, don't quote me on this, I think it was originally made on the Amiga. Let me have a look quickly. Columns? Yeah. I think so, but yeah, okay. Oh, hang on. Atari. Oh, hang on, no, it was ported to Atari. Atari ST? Zyde. Yeah, Atari ST, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Didn't even know that. Interesting. Columns. Yeah, you know what I mean? They think I'm getting by up. Uh, Getting my puzzle games mixed up. I'm thinking of another game because <laughs> oh, okay. actually on, on Sega, yeah. Now it was a fun little, uh, calming little game. It's not a long game, of course. It was just um, a little of a, a good time waster. Yeah. Um, I also have to mention as well. Um, Alex Kidd and Enchanted Castles is pretty good as well. The Mega Drive. Mm. Um, and also Jungle Strike as well. Ever play Jungle Strike? Jungle Strike, Jungle Strike. Was that the, uh, that's not a helicopter. It's a helicopter game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have played it. Yes, I have. Yes. For a little bit. I never got to... Yep, that's right. I have played a little bit. Never got to finish it because it was such a long game and a difficult yeah, game. Yeah. I remember same franchise with Desert, that Soviet Strike. You remember I mentioned yeah, that? Strike, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The, played that on the PS1. I owned it on the PS1. That was awesome. Jungle Strike. He even had these great cutscenes as well um, that uh, showed you the characters. Um, and it felt that it, it was this de definitely a military thriller um, that really sucked it, get sucked into the whole story. It wasn't just one of these. And they were extensive as well. It wasn't one of these games that had text of scrolls or just these quick little uh, cutscenes that yeah. give you enough of the story. It was a a lot more detailed than that. Yeah, Desert right. Strike was the same, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you ever finish playing Jungle Strike? No, I never finished it, no. Yeah, it's a complicated, yeah. it's a yeah, very yeah, difficult yeah, game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I found uh, both those games harder than Desert Strike. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, no. just the love with uh, the fact that it had isometric uh, top-down uh, gameplay. But, um, yeah. They definitely felt that I mean, EA, yeah, definitely just uh, 
uh, made uh, some pretty good games even back then. Um, although I just, uh, yeah, uh, I still prefer Desert Strike. Uh, no, sorry, I still prefer Soviet Strike on the PS1 for the fact that that's the most I grew up on. Yeah. Um, what's another one? Even the Road Rash series was pretty good as well. Um, Which one? Road Rash series. Road Rash, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty fun, uh, pretty fun yeah. game, pretty fun game, gotta admit, pretty fun. I love a Road Rash too. Every time they had these little cutscenes where yeah. um, you yeah. lose a race. You either, uh, you see your character getting uh, locked up in the back of a car, a police car, yeah. and you get taken away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, Another cutscene where you win a race, you're getting kissed by a model, and then there's someone else who came in last is just all, all beaten up, yeah. the old days confused, and just collapses on the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, just, I, I just love the way you, you can just hit your other, you know, the, your, the other bikes and like you know the other opponents on the road, you know, because you got like you got like chains and, and and like even like. Um, like these uh, poles and stuff like that, and you can just hit them and just they'll crash and you can just keep going. It's fucking awesome. You know, I was pretty, pretty ballsy, man, for its time. Did you used to steal? Did you used to steal their weapons? Can't remember if I did. Can't remember. I haven't yeah, played in a while. I remember man. I did that. I haven't played in a long while. I remember. I remember I did that all the time. Yeah. Um, just press the the, the B and C buttons. Yeah. Make sure that I can steal, let's say, their chain or their yeah. um, baseball bat. Or batten, whatever, and uh, yeah, it just makes uh, just made it easier to avoid any damage. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I remember playing that game for the first time, and I got excited. I hit whenever I hit a cow or hit a car. I thought, oh, God. <laughs> I thought it was just yeah. an outrageous. And you got to run your way back, back to the bike. Yeah, that's right. And just yeah. for shits and giggles, what I did was, I just kept running straight. Yeah. Finish the race. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how you can get off. Like when you crash your bike, you can run and walk around. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. All right then. I'll get. I'll, I'll, I guess that's our uh, lot of mentions of some games that we liked for the system. And uh, yeah, man, pretty insightful uh, topic, wouldn't you say, Mister David? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, realizing that uh, back then when I was a kid, I was. Uh, Secret Mega Drive fanboy, but even yeah. now I grow up, I can still say yes, it definitely has its strengths, but yeah, yeah it definitely has its limitations. But it did, it they did well for yeah. just um, for the games that they made to work through the limitations, like we spoke with uh, compressing color palette, color palettes and to just uh, get more colors and character sprites and all these tricks. But yeah, all in all, is a, a good system. Unfortunately probably did get handicapped with the bad investments of all these add-ons extensions that didn't that probably hurt its reputation a bit but not it was uh sold very well still remains Sega's uh the most successful car console to date when whenever they were still in the console market and uh yeah its legacy will definitely yeah, live on live on and still living on yep. because they brought out the mini consoles now as well um the mega drive right. One and two. They just released the Mega Drive two a couple of months ago. And um, some, you got people making homebrew games, oh, games, games as well. Yeah. South America still oh, yeah. having uh, selling some games on the system. 
right. Even Brazil uh, yeah. kept going on with the Mega Drive as well. After when Brazil in particular, um, yeah. after when um, the Mega Drive was uh, finished, that kept going. That's know, right. Brazil. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome, Legendary man. console. Awesome. awesome. All right, man. Um, I guess this is it. Until next time. Fifth <laughs> episode of 2023. That's it. All right, More guys. to come. Catch you guys later. Until the next one. See ya. See ya.